0: It's unfiltered. It's and- you
1: can do whatever the Hyundai you want. I love that new intro. I do too, man. It's so all much right. fun. Everybody, welcome back to the Fuel Pod. We're going to be discussing Max's attempt to clinch the championship tonight. Uh, Ferrari is going to be transitioning to bicycle racing due to less moving parts. And Sir Lewis Hamilton discusses kissing walls as a veteran racing car driver. Uh, In other news, a toddler claims the world rally crown and Mercedes (laughs) wins the fast car contest (laughs) in Barcelona. We'll talk about how Ricardo can't buy an F1 seat and how Latifi is going to Haas because he did buy an F1 seat. Maybe. Of course, this is still rumored, but it's from a pretty credited source. Um, So we also have to discuss breaking news. FIA released their statements today on who broke the cost cap.
0: I put that on my on my list.
1: Yeah. So you know I'm we can't I am we can i do not you know like Toto, I don't want to mention any of the teams that possibly broke the Red, Red Bull. Bull cost cap. <laughs> um, Red Bull. Um so anyway we need to move on Red Bull. Uh, and we'll also be discussing the actual Why Singapore Red Bull Grand Bull so Prix. I don't man. These I'm just do. messing with you. Um, we'll talk about the Singapore GP just in general, and then a couple of the other racing series is that uh, crowned their champion this weekend,
0: which is pretty cool. Yeah, so, it is. Jay, did you change your intro? Because that's not the same intro I have. Did you change yours up? Yes, you did. You,
1: yes, I mean <laughs> you obviously know that.
0: <laughs> the yeah. uh, the other intro will go out on our TikTok here pretty quick. Is Jay Jay threw together something? It it was something. It was, it was definitely a good one. So, where are we starting at today, Jay?
1: Uh, let's start in Singapore, man, where it was hot and sweaty. Hot and sweaty, and it rained yep. a lot. Yeah, it did it rain. Was,
0: it was definitely, um, the skies opened up. I mean, what was the uh, delay on that thing?
1: Uh, it was like 90 minutes, if I'm not
0: mistaken. But you only have three hours to get a race in, right? Right. So, so yeah, half the race time was, was rain.
1: Right, but they, uh, they still had it. It was basically a two-hour race, but it, they ended up racing to time and not to laps. Yeah.
0: So, which is okay because it's Singapore, man. Those laps take forever. Oh my goodness, it, it man. takes a hot minute to get around. Yeah, and that in track.
1: rain, I think the fast laps were like one. By the time it was all said and done, and on a partially drying track, they were down to like one forty-eight, I think,
0: which is pretty quick. Yeah, and it's moving so. pretty fast. So I got a question as we're going to talk about this start, and and we're talking about the GP. One thing I noticed, and, and this happens somewhat regular right. regularly. That's a hard word to say. Yeah. Why did Russell? start from pit lane. Why do cars start on pit lane instead of just starting at the back of the grid? I didn't get the actual details on that because when I left... Well, I mean, I know he changed a... um, um, Yeah, and that's why. ...a motor, but but why not just start at the back of the field? Why on pit lane?
1: Yeah, and I have to look into that too, and I wanted to, and that was one of the things that just didn't make the cut for me this week because it was Russ on... He usually has problems with not wearing shirts. He, so bless America. You know, I figured
0: that's what they penalized him for taking yeah, one too many so shirtless too. picks.
1: Thought, oh man, it was the topless picks. Dude it never was. wears
0: a shirt, and we talk about that. People that listen to this a lot probably think we're like infatuated with George Russell. Yeah, I'm not. But follow him on on social media. It's constant. Yeah, and plus
1: he wants you to follow him on social media. Clearly. Yeah.
0: He yeah it's a it's a bad
1: deal. But man, I want to talk about qualifying before okay. we even get into the race. Just Sounds a good. couple of points. Really strong showing for Lewis Hamilton. Uh, He was in in P1 for quite a while during a couple of the uh, qualifying sessions. And Fernando Alonso, you know, drove the wheels off that car. Also was in first P1 a couple times, P2 for quite a stretch in in Q2. Yeah. Um, You know, tough break for him later, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, man, both of those guys, veteran guys, really, really fast laps. Uh, Leclerc and signs, they were driving like their hair was on fire. I know I told you that I was predicting a, a double Ferrari crash out this weekend. <laughs> and it was like, they woke up on Sunday morning and they were completely different people, but man, they were talking about driving the wheels off a car, but yeah, it they was, had a great
0: qualifying session. Yeah.
1: And it was the bad version of driving the wheels off the car. I was like, yeah, uh, you're not Dude, if it's even remotely wet, you're not going to be able to pull that move off. You know? Yeah. I mean, I saw signs rip around the corner at the end. Uh, what is that? Ten, turn 14, the last turn before start finish. And he just – it looked like somebody was holding on to the car and just whipped it around the the sweeper. See, I didn't it. see that.
0: Yeah. And now I was this was like, in qualifying? Yeah, this was in
1: qualifying. What did he end up qualifying? Because uh, he finished third. So I mean, Leclerc had pole. Yep. And then it was – oh, he was Perez. third.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he still had a good – I mean, even though he had some, some issues, yeah. still had a really good qualifying session. Max
1: Verstappen, you know – Was put, terrible this weekend. I put the – yeah, no complaints here. Um, Verstappen – Had a huge WTF moment. First off, they slowed him down one point on his on a flying lap during during Q three. Yeah, then they brought him in on Q three, and I think it was because he wasn't going to have enough fuel in his tank to pass Park Ferme. So you have to have you ever when you bring your car in because the point is to have as little fuel as possible. Correct. So the car's light. Correct. But you have to have enough for a sample to give to the. FIA guys in Park Ferme for them to test your fuel. Okay. And like, apparently, a drop is not enough. You
0: got to have, you got to have a little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, you know, you got to fill it up to the line. Yeah. Been there before. Yeah. So,
0: (laughs) anybody that's worked
1: for a living, you know what we're talking about. But um, yeah. uh, So, he was not happy. And if you get a chance to go back and listen to that audio, I cannot uh, repeat any of it. Yeah. It would not qualify for a Disney show.
0: There's a lot of beeps I heard just uh, it was, yeah. I don't remember where it was but it was somewhere that he I watched was
1: it. hot mad so anyway he ended up qualifying
0: eighth but let's move on to the race so we obviously we had the the rain delay which to go talk about a struggle moment though I mean he could have closed it out yeah he I mean and especially with rain I mean that's the great like.
1: Equalizer. Yeah, I
0: mean, Signs could erect. Uh, Leclerc could erect. I mean, if Versteppen goes in and has a good race, he has a chance to to close it out and goes and qualifies what eighth. So yeah, here's yeah, the thing terrible. though: the two just best, he was off all weekend. The two best
1: rain drivers were in front of him too, so I think he would have had a problem because Ricardo yeah. and Signs are both excellent in wet weather.
0: I mean, I'm saying if Verstappen would have been in front, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a really good rain, yeah. a wet driver too. Um, I don't know. Just, you say it just so. seemed like a, it just seemed like a really off weekend. Yeah. Just looking off weekend. But, uh, I don't think he likes Singapore,
1: but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, I don't think he does either. So, Perez started from from second and got a ridiculous jump in wet conditions. He got, like, dry jump, wet, you know, yeah. conditions. And LeClaire did. And, I, you know, I put on here, it reminded me of when you and I race virtually because one thing you are very, very good at is getting the jump when the lights go out. And it's very rare, me, Jay, gives me a compliment. Uh, you know, I'm always trying to, you know, I try, like, nine different – theories and one of them is good and I'm just not doing it right yeah but I you know if it doesn't work immediately I go to the I check the next one you know so um I I felt Leclerc's pain right there because I'm like crap you know here goes Perez just flying off the line um and he did not man so and then he was there the rest of the day
0: yeah so it's funny that you talk about that jump because I I remembered that happening before. Yeah. And so I told you today, I did a little J homework today. And I went through and all the, the polls that LeClaire had because I thought, man, he, he really got smoked off the jump. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder how many times that's happened this year. And it's only happened twice. And the other one was Checo, was Perez.
1: What was the track?
0: I don't remember. I knew you were going to ask that. Was it um, raining? No, it was because I thought it might have been Monaco. Okay. Because he had the poll at Monaco and Perez got the win, but it wasn't Monaco. Uh, it might have been Ozar. Okay. Um I can't remember where it was exactly, but because right, we had rain at Monaco this year. That's yeah, it was, it was not okay. Monaco cuz I, I remember Monaco, it was remember Monaco had like a weird start. Yeah. And it, I, yeah, it was not Monaco. I checked that one. Um but anyway, it was the same kind of situation where Perez is on the outside and just got a ridiculous well, I guess it would be the inside, but he got a ridiculous jump yeah. and, and got the lead. It, but it it just looked it looked comical. How fast Perez came off.
1: Oh man, it, it was a video game. It, it, it was really like, was. Whang, you know,
0: he's just gone. Yeah. Can you do that again for me one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see that one more. Wang with the Wang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. ESPN uh, Paris 105.1. I think flag that part right there. I'm going to guess. <laughs> uh,
1: that is the name I have forced to use on F122. <laughs> it's a last name. Okay. Go to the race. Okay. So the whole grid started on Inners. Yep. Smart move. I, you know, I thought maybe a couple teams might start on all wets. Well, Hamilton
0: didn't like the inners.
1: No, he didn't. I think he wanted all wets, but, it. you know, what kills me the most about that was, A, he was running well. Yeah. And, B, all wets would have just slowed him down. Yeah. Because there were some dry segments on the track, and if you know anything about inners and all wets, if you hit any patch of dry – it's like snow skiing and you run into a patch of grass and you come to a dead stop and almost break your shins. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those.
0: Yeah, he was. I, I just remember him complaining. I mean, that was like the first thing they said. I mean, he was like, you guys need to start listening to me on these tires. You guys yeah. start listening. I was like, wow. I mean, he actually made my uh, uh, spoiler alert. He made my back markers for just a constant complaining. He complained yeah. about somebody bumping into him, complained about his tires. I was like, come on, dude. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, sorry. Move it's forward. Okay. This is not um, a Hamilton bash.
1: Carlos Sainz had like zero pace all day. Somehow managed to be in third. Yeah. And part of me wonders if Benotto, if Sines was just like, yeah, I'll hold everybody back for Charles, because that's what it looked like he did all day.
0: Speaking of that, did you see where he talked about, like, when I get a win, nobody cares, they just want Charles to win? No. Did you? He said that. I I understand. Yeah, I mean, it was a quote. He was like, you know, it doesn't matter if I get a win or not. Everybody just wants uh, Charles to win. And, I mean, remember we talked about that before when signs got a win or something – or signs got on the podium and there was nobody there to, to celebrate with him. Yeah. And then, like, the next week, Claire got on the podium and you would have thought, like, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were people everywhere hugging and crying and jumping up and down. And, I mean, it was just a really weird scene. I don't know. But Without
1: understanding the – I didn't get the, the context of it. Yeah. But And we don't get to see – you know, regardless of what people think, we don't get to see all the conversations and yeah. all the interactions. So, you know, not that we need to anyway, but – Anyway, he had no pace. Uh, he ended up somewhere in the neighborhood, and if you wanted to average I'd say that he was averaged fifteen seconds off of uh, LeClaire's pace. Really? I mean it went in it went anywhere from six to twenty eight seconds, so I'm gonna say fifteen. Yeah. Okay. And call I didn't it realize
0: day. it was that much.
1: But so you know, Lando was in fourth and running great. Yeah. Couldn't pass signs, and then obviously nobody could get around him, so it just, just created this disparaging gap, you know, through the field. Even after the pit stops. But um, another thing I found that was kind of funny, Yuki Tsunoda, this was, I don't know if this was his, oh, it was his first Singapore. That makes sense now. So he calls out on the radio. They they call him on the radio to talk about something, and he very aggressively, he's like, I'm going to back away from my mic. He goes, shut up. No more talking anymore. No more. Oh, he's probably stressed smooth out. Oh, man, he was.
0: That is, I'm telling you, I – Again, you know, I have no reference except virtually, but that's a stressful track, man.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want a lot of talking either.
0: No, there's a lot of concentration. I mean, when we're racing it again, virtually, no real world consequences, and we don't talk a whole lot because there's so much. There's just so much going on. It's constant breaking, a little bit of throttle, then break again. It's, it's hard.
1: One of the things I was thinking about was trying to picture my twenty-something self, and how I wouldn't even have the frame of reference before the race to think about doing this. Yeah. But sitting down with the team and saying, okay, guys, here's the deal. This, this is my first time running this track. It's wet. There's hardly any places to overtake. I'm going to be stressed out, um, which you're not going to say when you're in your 20s because no. you're immortal and you think yeah. you're going to win. But this, you know, the 48-year-old version of me would say those exact same things and then say, so here's the thing. Unless my tire is showing a full puncture, Or you have an engine component that you're seeing on your little pewters over there that tells you that I need to not be racing anymore. Or if the words out of your mouth aren't just pull the car over, we're going to retire the car, then leave me alone.
0: Yeah, or just pick a spot on the track a straightaway. Okay, here's the deal. From here to here, you can talk to me. Yes. From here to here. DRS zones. Whatever you need to get across to me. Why isn't every
1: team, like, you know, if it's not absolutely crucial. Yeah hey, talk to me in the DRS sense, but I don't think these guys, some of these guys, these data miner guys, I don't think they're watching the track maps.
0: No, they just talk whenever yeah. they have something to say.
1: They're, they see a number go in the red on their, you know, whatever they're using, and they're like, uh, call him and tell him to do this or yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. When you, I mean, all you have to do is just, which obviously those guys are a lot better than us, Yeah. but in my, I, I'm like you, just pick a couple of spots. Like you said, DRS zones, a couple of spots on the track, that are calm right you know that are as calm as 200 miles an hour can be yeah (laughs) and these are the spots you can talk to me these are when we can talk about push or back off or whatever right but don't not in the middle of the tunnel turn going into another turn you know what i mean like that's just it makes no sense the
1: sweeps at austin when you're going around (sighs) and they're coming over the radio going hey man we noticed that you have a three point two percent fluctuation in the break blah 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 yeah i'd be like dude really
0: now it's not the time yeah now, now it's not the time actually Karen. you
1: know what i would say i'd be like wow yeah really you would, wow. you would throw about seven <laughs> miles in there so real quick back to the start of the race because sure. i it obviously added this talking point late yeah. while i was watching the race but Verstappen started out eighth and fell to f- talk about bad starts fell four places at it's the terrible start. yeah
0: terrible start
1: he just kicked it out to the outside and you what know, they they call it
0: an, an auto stall or anti-stall? Yeah. Anti-something. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was really weird.
1: Well, I think sometimes Verstappen uses excuses when he makes – But what is an anti-stall? I don't even know.
0: That was something that yeah, they said on the uh, on the broadcast. He's like, oh, he kicked it into anti-stall. I mean, I mean isn't that just the opposite of a stall?
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't so. know what that is. Well, I'll tell you the other piece, what killed me too, was uh, when he cooked it into that one turn and tried to late break for that – and then he was like, "Oh yeah, the 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 underflooring got loose, and I just bottomed out." I'm like, "No, dude, no, you didn't. You were going too fast. Yeah, and you're under thirty, so you know you were just like jamming the brakes. Thought you were gonna get it. Thought you were gonna get it because hey, I'm Max Verstappen, um, and I win all the time.
0: Yeah, right. Did you see the head motion everybody watching on TV. I'm just telling you, he
1: got he got called out this weekend. He did in you know, a lot of ways. And what's I'm gonna really miss cool some about that though
0: is that when he did miss that corner, yeah." He spun yeah, that booger on a dime. Yeah, that was fantastic. Blah, 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 hey, blah, blah. you gave it to Vettel when he did it. Yeah, it was a veteran move, and it was legitimately awesome. I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even care who it is. It was just really cool to see a car go flying into this little runaway zone, and I mean, he spun that thing going pretty quick. Yeah, and right back on the track. It was really cool to see. If you haven't watched it, look it up. It's yeah, pretty neat. Please do watch it. I'm messing it, with Chad. I know. But it was a good. It's pretty. It was pretty cool, man. As a. Not a big car guy, you know. I mean, I just, I'm a racing guy, but not a big car guy. I just thought that was a really cool move, man. Yeah. So, Um,
1: other piece Leclerc this weekend, Ferrari in general was flawless, man.
0: This was their best race in a while.
1: They were, he just could not overtake the Minister of Defense. That dude, he, he, so here was the weird variables, and it was mentioned on F1 TV. I didn't get to watch it on ESPN. Wait a minute. I don't even think ESPN had coverage this weekend. Oh, really? I think it was all F1 TV. Well, I know
0: uh, Mikey pointed out that yeah. there were some, some contract disputes with like Dish Network and oh, ESPN, okay. and so a lot of people didn't even have ESPN anyway.
1: Either Even if they did, they would have had to get up super early to watch it. But, yeah. um, so, you know, he couldn't pass. But here's the thing. If every time Checo held the line, meant LeClerc had to get offline to pass him. But offline was where all the wet spots were.
0: See, man, Perez, dude. Yeah. He's legit.
1: A he stayed in the dry areas. He he knew. He's like, well, I mean, if he wants to pass me, I guess he's going to have to go out there and run through the water. Yeah. So he didn't, and I, he just couldn't – I mean, he had – and I'll talk about that when I get to the last 20 minutes of the race, but um, – I mean, we're, anyway, we're at was 17 clogged.
0: minutes right now. And we haven't even made it past, like, a lap three. I know. It's crazy. So that's what you call a, a really good race.
1: And then Latifi ruined uh, Joaquin Yu's day. What
0: happened here? So I got to only see the highlights <laughs> of the race. What didn't happen? He got Latifi, and and you and Eric were talking about this. You know, we were texting <laughs> yeah. back and forth, and you got, you were like, "I cannot believe Latifi." Sorry, I had my hand up. I cannot believe Latifi did that. Yeah, and but I didn't know what it was, and it wasn't on the rewind. I mean, I, I didn't get to see it.
1: So they're coming down towards a a right hander. There's a little service runoff area. Okay, um, Latifi, Joe had room. Latifi had plenty of room, and he just squeezed. Joe Guan out on the cut. Yeah. And they ran into each other and it ended up, uh, I think it was a brake line that busted on Joe's. Anyway, they retired the car. So it was
0: 100% Latifi's fault.
1: And I was super upset because Latifi was able to get going again. And I thought, oh, that's terrible. He's going to get to finish the race and Joe's out. Yeah. But when he got around to the pits... I saw they retired him. They put new tires on his car and then retired it. And I was like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why would they do that? Well, they have to ship the car off with tires on it, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the only thing it was. But, you know, part of me thought that he might have thought he was going to get to go back out. and it Yeah, probably almost, did. I
0: mean, I'm sure he did yeah, think that. Yeah. Okay, so you, you got to see every lap of the race. I did. What happened with, I think it was George Russell and Valtteri Bottas?
1: Uh, no, it was George Russell, and I I, I noted it because I thought
0: they said it was it was no, and not not that part where he kind of squeezes him out and they bump right at the beginning.
1: Yeah, and then he blames it on the other guy, like he no, always like does. He always does.
0: Yeah. Um, no, no, no. This was. He it looked like George went past him and caught his front wing.
1: Yeah. W- what happened there? Um, it's just that's what it was. I mean, there was nothing behind it. It just.
0: But it looked like Russell. George like kind of made a weird move to go around him, and then and then missed the turn and smoked his front wing. I didn't know. Well,
1: at this point, Russell, and I haven't got to the tire situation yet, but Russell had already switched. So he was on softs uh, or or mediums mediums or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he was on slicks. Slicks. And he had no control over that car. Um, So it was still
0: a little too wet for his skill level. Right. Got you.
1: So you saw the pit crew started coming out around lap 21, and they were starting to get prepped for it. So, you know, regardless of what the pit window was documented as on the broadcast – I could tell that they were opening it up at 21. And, uh, you know, Verstappen, Hamilton, Alonzo, all three, no, no slicks. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So very astute and, you know, mature calls there. Yeah. Um, Everybody said Russell came in to get his, on lap 22, to get his slicks on. And then it was his call. And Russell's known for taking gambles like that. And sometimes they pay off, and sometimes this is what happens, right? So yep. uh, part of me thinks Toto brought him in because he was running 14 to 20 on the grid. And he thought, hey, if we can get Russell in here and just see how he does, then we'll know how Hamilton's going to do. Right, which is normal. Yeah, it's normal. not a bad move. Yeah. But, you know, he gets back out on the track. By the way, the lap before that, Fernando Alonso blew his engine while having a great race. So he was out. But Russell comes in, switches to slicks, comes back out on the track, does his out lap. When he starts his first flying lap after switching, he's 11 seconds off the average lap time from the guys on inners. That's how slick it was. He almost yeah. like went full sideways coming out so of turn it's two. So it was still just
0: way, way Way too, too wet.
1: And there were places where it looked dry, and everybody was like, I can't figure out why Singapore doesn't dry like other tracks. And to me, I'm sitting there going – Guys, I'm not a scientist, but it it's not doesn't take rocket science to figure this out. Singapore is extremely humid. Yeah. If you've ever been spent any time in Southeast Asia, it's just not hot and dry. You walk outside and you're soaking wet. You know, so it's it it's extremely humid. So stuff's not gonna dry as quick. Plus the track had be had been resurfaced, so it's gonna it's gonna be a lot less porous, which means it's gonna hold water. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know why those guys on the broadcast
0: just because they're on TV out. and on podcasts, that makes them the smartest guys in the world. That's true. That's no shot at us. So anyway,
1: Russell, he, you know, eventually got got it to where it was working. It took it probably took five to seven laps though. So Hamilton went in the wall shortly after that, but recovered. And no, he didn't have the cool spin out maneuver. But no, he ben, just went straight into the wall. He hit the wall head first and was able to recover and get back out on the track. Came in, got his front wing changed. Uh, although I thought it was funny because Verstappen was like the the, the traffic cop out there for this race. And I think it was part of it was because he's not running up front, but he called out another driver uh, Magnuson for having that stabilizer on the front wing leaning. Yeah. He was like, Oh yeah, that's very dangerous. That could blow off. We, they need to get him in the pits. And then when Hamilton had his thing, he came out when he recovered, he was right in front of or right behind Max and then right in front of Max. And then uh Max calls in. He's like, Oh, he's sparking all over there. And he was, but still, man, come yeah, on. Don't say anything. Yeah, you know,
0: Just, not your job. You're a
1: world champ now. There's no sense in being this guy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, he recovered. Ocon went out with engine failure. Albin went out, and I didn't see that. And I don't think the broadcast did either. Albin wrecked, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found out after the fact, but yeah. So now let's get to the some of the discussion stuff. Okay. No DRS for this race until like the final. F- Which makes sense. Five to seven minutes. Right. And that proved to be crucial in Max Verstappen's race. So it begs the question, would Verstappen be, and I'm just at dude, it's just a question. Chill out. Would Verstappen be a champ without DRS?
0: Because um, he didn't no. have
1: it and he looked like a normal dude out there this weekend.
0: It's one race. I and don't a track care. he hates. I don't care. He's had other races. We all going to do ranked. things at work we don't like. Yeah, of course, but it's he qualified, but I don't think the DRS had anything to do with it. Because he qualified bad, he was not racing well, hates the track. And the DRS today didn't have anything – or Sunday didn't have anything to do with it.
1: Right, so that extra $8 million didn't really help him out this weekend like it has the rest of the season. That's exactly We'll get right. to that later. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I think I've got very valid arguments. You
0: probably do. You're, you're, yeah, you are you're, You yeah. always come pretty good with arguments. And
1: the, for the record, if Ferrari had done this, I'd be making the same arguments because well, sure. I don't want to see my own team do something chintzy either. Uh, Pierre Gasly, he pits at lap 34 and he gets the mediums. And I, it was weird because I, I was like, Gasly's going to be next because he's also a gambler like that. Yeah. But you can see he waited 12 laps before he did it, and he came out and started immediately running a lot better. So obviously that costs the big cascade.
0: Yeah. As uh, soon as he comes in, and oh, it yeah. works. He doesn't wreck.
1: So Yuki went in the wall while Gasly was in the pit stop, and he was done. Uh, he was. I mean, it was over for him. It was a good so, wreck. Yeah, it was a good wreck. Um, LeClaire boxed at lap 35. Didn't really help. I mean, he ended up back in second again, but, you know, it was what it was. Got to talk about Danny Ricardo quietly having his best race of the season. I didn't
0: even realize that.
1: Nobody knew it. Nobody paid any kind of attention to it except for Laura Winter when she interviewed him for a little bit after the race. But then Lando came into Danny's interview and just stole it.
0: Of course he did, yeah. because that's just what Lando does. Yes. He's an attention Hulk.
1: Yep, I've been saying that for years, his whole he, life.
0: He is all hype and no substance.
1: <laughs> and he finished P4, so that's what kills me. And you actually made this point a couple episodes ago where you were talking about, you know, it's not like Lando's doing leaps and shoulders above what Danny's doing. And Lando had the gigantic upgrade package this weekend.
0: And finished one spot ahead of him.
1: And finished one spot ahead of him. But to be fair, Danny's better on street circuits. He's better on wet weather. So, you know, that helped out too. But for sure. Uh, anyway, both the Aston Martins in the points again, that was good to see. Uh, you don't get to see that very often. Um, you already, t- we've, we've talked about it a couple of times now, Verstappen blew he, it on he that. He just
0: had a really rough race. <laughs> I mean, and maybe as bad a race as, it's definitely the worst race he's had this year. Yeah. It's one of the worst races without a wreck that he's had in a couple of years. Right? Because last year he did have bad races, but it would be him and, and Lewis tangling, you know, and causing a DNF or oh, whatever. Yeah. But he's never, it doesn't seem like, or I don't remember last year, him just having that terrible race. That's just like, good Lord, what are you doing? Yeah. That was this weekend. This is the weekend he wants to forget, that's for sure.
1: You know, and and he didn't need to win this weekend. I mean, honestly, Christian Horner could have been just Been like, listen, man, you know, this is our last year with Honda. We'd like to clinch it in Japan. By the way, Honda's going to be there. Is this the last year with Honda? Yeah.
0: Because I saw a thing this morning that said all their logos and stuff are back on the cars.
1: Oh, well, I mean, they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be it. But either way, it would be better to clinch it in Japan at Honda's home. Honda's home. Right. So if I'm Christian Horner, why not just say, hey, man, take it easy on the car this weekend?
0: Do you think they really do that, though?
1: No, I don't. Would yeah. I do it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would you really though? Yeah,
0: because anything can happen. So you got five races
1: you... left. You don't have as many components as you had last year. You you already know, and I guarantee you, Red Bull knew they were over going into this race anyway. So now the scrutiny on the rest of this season is going to be immense. Um, why not save the car a little bit, man? You, you.
0: I mean, I get it. If you're if you qualify P one, yeah, you win the race. Yes. But I guess maybe if you do you qualify P8 you're like, well, here's the deal. You're you're not winning. Yeah. You know. I mean, if you so qualify P8, just don't P8, tear anything up.
1: If you, yeah, if you qualify P8 and the best you can do the whole day is P7, at least make it a mid-race decision and go, "Hey man,
0: it's not happening. Checo's got this thing
1: locked down." Yeah. And We've he already did. paid the FIA yeah. guys. So, let's talk about Checo. Okay. And folks, Please note it before I get started with anything else. Checo deserved to win this race. He ran Bad a Diddy? he ran a lights out race. He was unstoppable, he was unpassable. They could not get you know point you know Leclerc was within 0. 0.3 to 0. 0.6 for four laps. Gave it the college try and then just backed off. Yeah. Um he couldn't get it done. So, at that point, I think Bonotto was saying, hey, Charles, let's just let's save the car. You're killing it. Because he was overworking his car probably two times more than anybody else. Just trying to get to just him. Just trying to get to him, right. So, he absolutely deserved to win this race. But did he? Let me get into this. So, there was a possibility. There were two potential safety car Infringements made by Chaco Perez during the race.
0: Okay, explain safety car infringements.
1: Okay, so both of them were um, exceeding the ten car length gap between him and the safety car. Okay, um, why I, is that important? I saw video. I saw stop action video too, as far as to make sure that was what. You How know, close he, was it? He was. It was probably twelve. There, one of them looked like it was about fifteen car lengths behind. The other one looked like it was really close. I mean, because it's
0: hard, you know. I mean, right. It's a moving target. You get things moving back and forth, trying to look at something and say that's about fifteen car lengths. Okay, so I, I'm just saying. I, I was just wondering if it was like egregious, like if it was like yeah, 2025. It was a huge gap. Okay,
1: and you know, and then when the safety car comes in, the reason they want the gap too, other than safety reasons, but is when he turns the lights off and they're going to go back to racing, and drivers are that are up front already do this anyway, where they kind of try to judge where they're going to turn it loose because at that point they become the safety car.
0: Yeah. Once, the I safety mean, car's off. once you get to the restart right. zone or whatever, it isn't NASCAR. It's the restart zone.
1: But you're holding everybody back. Yeah. Cause
0: it's on you. It's on the leader. Yeah, right. So
1: uh, I'm going to try to present this in an unbiased thing. There is a precedent from a previous race a couple of years ago with Sebastian Vettel where it happened and they didn't do anything about it. Now it didn't have any ramifications on the decision of the race. Which means I think that precedent doesn't count. You have to use a precedent that's a matching precedent. The definite precedent is that it is a drive-through penalty.
0: Hold on, well, I just got a question. How can how can it not have any ramification on the race?
1: Well, they weren't. He wasn't in a spot where he was going to win. It was just that he had he made the same infraction from the field. From the, oh, he wasn't in first, right? Okay, okay. so. Um, <laughs> And he was too far. I think the Delta was between him and the next car in front, and he was too far off. Okay. He was holding back to Anyway, and I don't know the exact uh, situation on that, but look it up. But anyway, they used that as a precedent on Sunday. Um, The other precedent, of course, being the actual rule, which I think should trump anything, is that if you commit this infringement, then you serve a drive-through penalty and everybody on TV was going nuts. Why aren't we doing this now? Why aren't we doing this within the race? Why are we going to have the results of the race and then find out an hour later that Checo may not have won?
0: And it was two hours. I think it was two hours. Yeah, it was longer than an hour because I
1: waited around for an hour.
0: When Maddie F1, who's one of my favorite Twitter personalities, put on there, it's two hours after the race, I still don't know who won. Yeah. Um, You know, I... I, the punishment. I don't know what the why the rule is a drive-through penalty. To me, that seems harsh. Yeah, a five-second seems normal. I don't I mean, think
1: it's. I don't think it's. It's a great rule, but man, it's the rule. It's the
0: rule. It is what it is. It should be enforced the same every and single this time. Is, which is one of my big things with with Formula One.
1: And you crack on me, but this is six weeks in a row that something. But this didn't help Max. Happened.
0: Well, I guess they did help Max because it kept Leclerc from winning. Right. Yeah. Which George Russell got fastest lap. So it cost what six points? Eight points? Yeah. Which is a well, lot. One, would I mean, have won. Yeah.
1: A drive-through penalty, Checo wouldn't have even came in... Top five. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, again, I think that rule was too harsh. I think they... I I really do think they say, okay, how? what kind of advantage did he get? Was it five, ten? Was it a ten-second... Probably not. I mean, you think... It, it was probably a two- or three-second advantage, right? If you're holding everybody up and you I'm start still, first... I'm
1: still trying to figure out why we're talking about when the actual rule...
0: No, no, I... Okay. I am saying that it should have been... The rule should have been, whatever the rule is, yeah. should have been enforced. What I'm saying is it's not a good rule going forward what should it be changed to. Right. If they were to say, hey, Chad and Jay, next year gap for the safety car, what does it need to be? What do you guys think it should be?
1: Oh, I, I like the 10 the ten car length gap. I no, think... I'm
0: saying like what's the penalty for that? If, if, oh. if they let you and I change the rule for the FIA, what would you make that?
1: I think it should have been a five second, but an immediate within the race. Five seconds. So and that the both drivers are notified right then first and second place yeah. because once um, Bonotto came he over, the, off. Right, right. Bonotto came over the radio and goes, "Hey, you know." And this was when Charles was sent three point two seconds behind Checo. He goes, "He has a potential ten seconds worth of penalties for two separate safety car infringements." And this is where it stinks, man. Because I think they dumped the second one. Because he got seven point whatever seconds, and they only needed the five second to allow Red Bull to still win.
0: So it smells, man. I'm I telling get it. you, it is every week. Here's the deal: I laugh at one, I laugh at two. This is six. This is six. I can. So here's what I can by your own by your own thing. Yeah, the second one was really close. Yeah, you got to be pretty egregious. I feel like to get this ten car link thing. Because it's just such a hard thing to judge while you're just looking at a, a gap between yep. two cars. You know, I think it should be how many seconds are you behind the pace car. That's a very tangible thing, right? You have right, to be but, one but second behind the pace car.
1: The gap delta on their steering wheel would have let them know where to be.
0: So, it, But it tells them where to be. Well,
1: it, like They would have measured the seconds out. The safety car would have had that measurement in seconds. And it tells them how many car lengths yeah. that is going yeah. at this
0: mile an hour. Yeah. So, I mean... Okay, so if he said potential, but the part that bothers me, or the part that that I'm going to hear is is Bonotto knew that it might be a five-second penalty. Yeah, he He knew knew it might be two five-second penalties. But he said five-second penalty. Where did he come up with that number? How did he know? If FIA just made that rule. Oh,
1: I'm sure he had already, because we've seen Horner do it on –
0: Yeah.
1: And Toto already drove – Called up called. there to the to the head steward. So they
0: were thinking right then it was going to be a five second penalty. Yeah. they weren't even thinking it was going to be a drive through penalty. Right. It was never even crossed the FIA's and mind. I'm
1: just as mad at Ferrari for allowing that gap just to grow from 0.3 seconds to seven point two six seconds or whatever when they had a chance to be within five and win the race. That's my thing. So that that argument is there, but it doesn't change the fact that we've had six very weird twilight zone situations, six races in a row, that have helped Red Bull. I get it. So, anyway. just
0: it You would think that if you're a Ferrari, you would make the decision, like, hey, man, potentially two. Prob- if you say potentially two, you're thinking probably one. Right. Why would you not stay in that? Just make sure you stay at that 4-9. Just yeah. stay right there.
1: And I, here's my thing. I don't think that Checo was that fast. I think it was more Leclerc backed off.
0: Oh, I think so, too.
1: Because you're not running as fast as Charles ran all day, and then all of a sudden you just can't. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, it was really weird. So, anyway, um, that's all I'm going to say about it, and that's how the race ended, and I wasn't real happy about it, but it is what it is. So, we got Japan coming up. Um, Barring something crazy, Verstappen will clinch the – uh, driver's championship at Suzuka. I think the constructors already really decided.
0: What does he have to do? Do you know off the top of your head? I know he's got to win, have fastest lap. And then what is, what does Leclerc have to he do? He can
1: win, half fastest lap. If Leclerc is, I think it's, it's probably still eighth, eighth or worse.
0: So I don't think he'll clinch this week. He
1: might not. But Cause uh, I
0: mean Leclerc is going to be better than that. You hope. And also, so.
1: you also have a high likelihood of wet conditions again, when you're talking about Japan. Yeah. Um, the the big battle is going to be between McLaren and Alpine or Alpine. I said that's two weeks in a row. It is two weeks. Alpine, in a row,
0: um, Mr. World Traveler,
1: because McLaren leapfrogged Alpine this week because Alpine lost, lost both cars. Is that for fourth? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's for fourth. Uh, but this week, both McLaren cars will have the upgrade package that Norris ran at Singapore, so that's a good news. And then, just on a funny side trivia note, this is Alonso's favorite venue. Not necessarily his favorite track, but his favorite venue. Uh, I watched a thing where they ask a a driver 50 questions, and they're kind of sitting beside the track with index cards reading these questions. And they're like, what's your favorite place to race? And uh, venue. And he said, uh, Suzuka. He goes, because I love Tokyo. I love Japanese culture. I love hanging out there uh, in between, you know, race sessions. And so I thought that was cool. And I just wanted to bring that up. but. Uh, that's really all I had, man, on F1 uh, 36 minutes late. It might be the longest F1 segment we've ever done. Probably
0: the longest one.
1: That was definitely a lap for lap pretty much on the uh, breakdown. Yeah. That was for uh, for you, uh, Mikey, because you were like, hey, I didn't Dang. really get to watch it. I hope you guys have a good recap. That, that was, was a pretty good recap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's about
0: as long a recap as you'll ever get. Yeah. So, just because I want to keep it in F1, what's your podium for next week? Who do you think is going to do well? What do you think is going to happen?
1: <laughs> oh, I think, uh, think LeClaire will have the poll. Uh okay. I think signs will have two and I think Verstappen is gonna be with a purpose. Uh and he'll qualify third, but he's got a three grid penalty, which I really want to talk about later when we get to Oh wow, there's no other place to talk about it. Anyway, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um I think he'll fall to six. So you think he's gonna Checo. qualify three?
0: Yeah. And start six. Yeah. Which will bring Checo to like 3. I think Checo will be
1: 3, then Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, and Lando yeah. Norris.
0: So who do you think wins the race?
1: Um my podium for that race I think is going to be uh man, I want to go with my heart on this one. And especially since he races well there. I'm going to do it. Leclerc on the on the, on the win. Okay. Um I'm going to do an outlier and say Lando Norris. It's and funny,
0: I, I was going to pick Lando on my podium.
1: Lando and uh one of the Mercedes.
0: How does Hamilton race here?
1: He likes Suzuka very, very, very much. So I think this is Hamilton. A lot of, lot of people that like racing like Japan a lot.
0: I think Hamilton wins. Yeah. Okay. And and <laughs> remember, he's got to get a W this I'm, year. I'm literally writing this alive. down. He's got to get a W to keep the streak alive. Yeah. However many straight years yeah. it's been that either Schumacher or Hamilton's won. So you're taking Hamilton. I think Hamilton wins for Stappen. Uh, Leclerc, too. Verstappen three. Okay. Either Verstappen and Checo are interchangeable right there. But I feel like, as much as I don't want Hamilton to win because I don't like him, yeah. I, 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 he's probably a great person. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the racing, whatever character. Yeah. Um, I just, man, I feel like he's been right there a couple of times. And he knows. He knows we're closing down. Yeah, He knows we're getting close. He doesn't want that streak to end. Uh, If he's going to win, I think this is his best shot. I don't know. I mean, hell, I don't know what else he's good at. But I think if he's good at Suzuka, I think he's going to win.
1: So I think when we get to Abu Dhabi, the final race of the season, Verstappen will have already won the the Drivers' Championship and Red Bull will have won the Constructors. Okay, I think Hamilton's win is going to be there in a revenge performance from last year.
0: Okay. Well, so that
1: works. I'm going to throw that. I'm really pushing that one out. But yes. Do you
0: think so? We all <laughs> know that Red Bull and Mercedes, there's no love lost. Yeah. I wonder how close Verstappen and, and Hamilton are, though.
1: I think they're closer than we think.
0: For sure. And I, mean, I, wonder I, don't
1: if, I don't think they're calling and texting each other every day. But I, well, I definitely
0: think there's a, a high level of respect there. I just wonder if everything's locked up for Verstappen. Yeah, if he if he somehow loosens up loosens up a little bit, let him. Yeah. You know, if it comes down late, if he and I, I know those guys aren't wired that way. Yeah, they're wired to win.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You say that, and I agree with you in a way. But any time you see footage of Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, and Fernando
0: Alonso hanging out, they're always laughing. Oh, and, I, and, you I'm know, talking about on the
1: bro on the, slapping each other, and and
0: it's got to be hard to think though that like, hey man. I've got mine this year. I'm going to make sure he gets his. Yeah. I just wonder how hard it is to to flip that switch while you're driving a race car. But I don't know. I'd do it. I would like too. It were,
1: if it were you and I, and I had just won. It has won been you the, and I. If, You've helped me out. Yeah. If, if I had already won my third or fourth or 17th title, and you were coming up through there, and I knew we, the previous season we'd had a knockdown drag out, yeah, come on, man. For you sure. Know? I mean, I'd make you fight for it. But I'm not going to take you off the road. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're going to give it to anybody. But you're yeah, also you not going to patronize
1: people. But yeah, yeah.
0: you're also not going to punk him either. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Let's head to World Rally Championship in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, best show on dirt. Um, so you know, I made a joke about a toddler winning the World Rally Championship, and we've talked about it week after week after week. But Rovan Rovanpera is a really, really good rally driver. Yes, he is. So he clinched the World Rally Championship with two more rallies to go. Okay. Uh, he also is the youngest driver to ever do it at 22. And it was also his birthday. Well, that's awesome. So, um, he, it was really a beginning to end. I mean, what a good day. Yeah. Beginning to end of the rally, starting from, you know, Thursday all the way through. Really good for him. Um, going into the Wolf Power Stage, which is the last stage on Sunday. Yeah. It's the one you get double points for. Um, <clears throat> he needed to get Fourth. To clinch it, and he absolutely killed it. Oh, awesome. I mean, he obliterated the competition. The weird thing was, Seb Oje came back to race, you know, because he's like a part-time guy
0: now. On, yeah. On, on he World took what's-his-name spot again, right? The uh, kid that was pretty good? Well, no, he
1: took Esapeca Loppies. Yeah, Esapeca, yeah He's yeah. been good. Yeah. And he's yeah.
0: young. and He thinks he needs a full-time job. And
1: I could tell his whole job was holding everybody else back, it felt like. You know, he protecting that, protecting yeah. Uh, Rovin Pair, and it's not like Rovin Pair needed it. Um, Oitanic, valiant effort, man, uh, and great season. Came in third for the rally overall. Uh, had a couple really good stages during the weekend, but just not enough. And he wouldn't have got there anyway. Yeah. Uh, too many points. Uh, our boy, our unofficial, official, unofficial rally driver. For Ross the Chastain? Field pod, no, for the fuel oh. pot, the rally driver. Oh. Is uh, Elvin Evans. and Santa Claus, Elvin Evans. He was DNF. Oh man! Yeah, I think it was gearbox. I couldn't remember either way. It, He's gonna get coal in his yeah. stocking. So uh, w- there was one stage though, and now I just want to bring this up as humor, and then we'll move on to the next thing. But uh, Seb Oje was coming around a tree, round a t- turn, and there was a weird branch on the tree, and it caught his rear spoiler and pulled it off. It was completely wow. gone. It didn't slow the car down. You didn't hear anything. So when they got to the end, that he pulls his, you know, net down, and the reporter's like, "So what'd you think of your?" Of your race, and uh, he was like, you know, we could we could have been a little bit better out there today. And he's like, he's like, well, how would you feel when you lost your rear spoiler? And OJ's like, I'm sorry, what? He didn't even know. No, which that would have killed the aerodynamics. That just shows you how good of a driver it is, because yeah. that car would have been fishtailing everywhere. But uh, That's kind of impressive. Yeah, he lost this whole and didn't even know. So I thought that was cool. But anyway. We're, we got two more rallies left, and uh, and then we'll call it a day. we got Spain, and I forgot what the last one is. Japan, I think. I mean,
0: we're starting to wrap up race season. Yeah. It's, it's really
1: – It's getting rough.
0: It's coming quick. Yeah. Okay, so. GT World Championship in Barcelona.
1: Okay, so final race of the year for GT World Challenge. Uh, we talked about last year – or last week, last year. We talked about it last week that it was going to be down to Iron Link's Ferrari. Yep. Um, and a CODIS ASP, which is Mercedes. Uh Iron Lynx had a better race, but they needed to finish in a specific spot to clinch the championship, and they did not. Oh. And ASP, uh, a CODIS ASP Mercedes came in fifth place, but won the championship because Iron Lynx did not win it. They needed to win that race.
0: So if they win the race, they get it. Right. And if they man, don't man, win that it, that stinks.
1: Right. So a CODIS ASP took the title. Uh, one of the – the Iron Dames car went out this weekend. It was – that was tough to watch. And, you know, here's the thing, and I, and I want to say this after reflecting on the whole season. These guys are very honorable, honorable drivers. They're not making contact with each other just for the sake of making contact with each other. That being said, uh, this weekend was elbows out. There were cars going airborne, there were cars getting tired of being behind other cars, so they just pushed I mean, them right, right off the road. Last race of
0: the season, you do yeah. what you got to do, man. I mean,
1: There had to be penalties going everywhere. I didn't get to see the penalty sheet that they issue at the end of the race, but, I mean, it had to be huge. But, anyway, we are running out of time because we talked about F1 for quite some time. We, we recapped the booger out of love F1. love that sport. Yes, we do. And, folks, get F1 TV. Holy cow, what a what a great way to watch it this weekend.
0: And, and watch Drive to Survive.
1: Yes, please do. Netflix. Uh Real quick news from the paddock, and I'm talking about the fuel pod paddock. That's what we're going to call it from now on, just our our own little paddock. Uh, We talked about the racing seasons are almost over. Uh, Next weekend, you and I are going to be at the Hugo Car Show. We are, and we are broadcasting live, in live. living color.
0: We're going to do it live. We are
1: going to do it live. Really it's be fun. You yeah. should come out and
0: see us if you're out there listening. I am come, you oh, are going to be the, there. I'm just, talking to the people that can't see. Oh, you're see talking us. about the people Actually, that are listening. We're live on. I don't know if I told you this. We're live on YouTube and we're live on Twitch tonight. Holy cow! We were supposed to be live on Facebook, but I don't think it worked. I kept checking. I don't know if you guys could see me. I was checking, and it. it never did pop up. So I don't know if it worked or not. Well, I'll give Zuckerberg a call after this, and see I'll call him. Say. I'll text him. He'll yeah. text me back. Um, so. Everybody out there watching, and if you're listening to this later in the week, um, come see us at the Hugo Car Show. We're going to be live from 9 to 10. We're going to be there from 8 till, I mean, I don't know what time you're leaving, noon. I mean, we're going to be there all day long. We'll be walking around with a camera. We're going to have a drone out there. We're going to be making videos and talking to people. Uh, It's going to be a good time. So Hugo Car Show at the Choctaw Casino at Grant, Oklahoma. Um, Thanks to Will Payne and and K95.5 and ESPN 105.1 Paris for having us out there. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely um okay so that's enough for our silly season what do we got we got f1 silly season real just quick. real quickly
1: and this this is uh my credited source on this is will buxton on f1 tv this he, weekend. he might know a thing or three he might know. yes i think he does so you know let's talk about what shatner had to say okay so pierre gasly to alpine
0: which we talked about. We talked about that. And and I think you said it wasn't gonna happen. Nick I think DeVries. I said it was gonna happen. But.
1: Nick DeVries taking ghastly spot at Alpha Tower.
0: Pretty, pretty sure I said that was gonna happen and you said it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, I think you were right there. Latifi okay. to Haas, it's a money
1: thing, not a talent thing. It's
0: ridiculous that kid has a seat.
1: Um I don't this isn't definite yet, but I'm pretty sure I mean I mean Buxton's I, like it's pretty much a I get it. it.
0: I understand why about Haas has whatever's doing it. Yeah. Latifi's terrible. Yeah. He does not deserve a Formula One nope. seat. If the fact that that kid has a seat over Danny Rick or you have Hulkenberg on here, yeah, if it's a travesty, and I, I'm finger pointing and pencil throwing, I, it's yeah. ridiculous that Latifi has a seat. He scored like 19 career points. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and he's in it's 21st ridiculous. place out of 20
1: cars. It's ridiculous. So, uh, I don't understand.
0: I don't know. That's the only thing about Formula One that drives me nuts is money trumps talent. Yep. Sorry, Logan
1: Sargent, I don't North don't know American know who that driver. Is. He is going to be taking Latifi's spot at Williams. Everybody He's reporting thinks. for duty to He's, Williams. Yes. It's, they spell sergeant different. Um, and as I you just care. mentioned, the two most talented drivers without a seat are going to be Danny Ricardo and Nico Halkenberg. Excuse me. Eight-time race winner, Danny Ricardo and Nico Halkenberg. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: that he How he does not have a seat will forever and ever drive me bonkers.
1: It's going to drive me nuts. And a lot of the other drivers, oh, by the way, when they asked Alonzo the 50 questions and they, they asked him, who's your favorite driver to hang out with in the paddock? He 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 said, well, you know, I've been around for a long time. And he's like, I got some favorites. And, you know, he mentioned Michael Schumacher and those guys. But when he got to, he's like, today, Danny, Danny. He's like, going to be Danny. I mean. Yeah. And Lewis Hamilton's the same way. to be sick yeah. that
0: he's not going to have a, drive, a ride yeah. next year. Have the only ones be.
1: that seem to be okay with it are the super young ones. Because well, they don't care. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. They only care about their own career at this point. All right, we All right, ready the podiums. podiums All right,
0: give me just a second. Let me get the cue up this music, get it on the right.
1: Uh, no idea what you're going to say
0: <laughs> anyway. So uh,
1: my uh, my podium, third place goes to a CODIS ASP Mercedes for the GT World Challenge. Uh, congratulations on becoming the endurance champions this year. Uh, second, Cali Rovenpere, youngest WRC champ. Dude, congratulations. What a... Can't think of a better way to spend a birthday than getting the championship. Right. And uh, not that that's ever happened to me because it hasn't. But You uh, barely get off on your yeah, birthday. Number one, I never do. <laughs> number one, Checo Perez. I did have off on my birthday this year. I'm aware. Uh, Checo Perez for the uh, Oracle Bybit F1 racing team came in first place. He deserved it. Well done, Checo.
0: Okay. Uh, my podium. Number three, AJ Allmendinger. Just because of J, and he likes to say AJ Dingalinger. Uh, he gets called back up to NASCAR the a full-time ride in the number 16 car. Which is pretty cool. I liked AJ. Number two, Cali Rovenpera. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I actually stole yours just now. Yeah. Uh, and then my number one is the same as your number one. Checo. I just love seeing that dude get a win because I think he's a great guy. Uh, back, Backmarkers Jay. Turn that music off for these losers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you going to do yours for first? Yeah, or no? I'll go first. Okay. Uh,
1: my third placement goes to Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he had a at an incredible qualifying session, uh, I thought he had a chance to – I thought this was going to be his win weekend. Yeah, he was doing so well. Um, and then, you know, he made a rookie mistake and, and burned it into a wall. Second place, just because I'm heartbroken for him, is Ferrari because this is the one weekend everything went right for them. Pitt strategy was good. Uh, tire selection was good. Uh, pace was good on Leclerc. I wish they could have got some more out of signs, but he did a good job playing defense. And they just couldn't overtake Checo. And then first place is Max Verstappen, who looked like more like a Clark Kent type than a Superman type this weekend.
0: Again, our podiums and back markers look a lot alike. So I got five of them. I'll go through them quickly. Number five, the rubber bands and the paddle balls we had as kids, those things were terrible. It always <laughs> popped you in the hand. I mean, have you ever, like, da 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 da? It just always, I hate those stinking things. Uh. And yard darts. Can we bring back yard darts yeah, for context? Eighties yard darts. We need to bring those back. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is where Jay writes my back markers for me. Yeah. Uh, and there's the third one. I'm not 100 sure I can talk about my real number three. The FAA and consistency. Yes. We gotta. We gotta be better. We gotta be better. We gotta. Be, and I know. I know it benefited my team. Yeah. I don't care. The rule's the rule. If you don't like the rule, change it in the offseason. Number two, Lewis Hamilton, but not because of your reason, because he complained the entire time. Yeah. Quit complaining so much, dude. And number one, Max just looked off all weekend. Just didn't seem himself. Um I don't know. I, I just it was a weird race for him, and I'm, I'm sure he is ready to get Singapore behind him, move on to Japan and see if he can yeah. get a W. Uh, Jay, does that bring us to the end? Yeah, it does. We actually we actually knocked it out pretty quick a yeah, little faster did. than I thought we were going to. So I really thought I was going to be sweating this. Um,
1: okay. Hey, a couple of things before you start the social shilling. I'd like okay. to social shill for some other people.
0: 100%. Go uh, forth and conquer.
1: Connor Moore, I've brought him up before. He's a he's a funny guy that does a YouTube channel where he does impressions and he's does a World Cup. But he's, he's getting better at putting more F1 content. So he did a post-race on Singapore this weekend. Absolutely hilarious. Check it out when you get a chance. Always follow the Twitter traffic on WTF1 with Matty Gallagher because – I'm telling you, you got, the guy's in tune with what's going on. And, you know, I know he's a Ferrari guy. So, I, you know, I enjoy reading yeah. his tweets. Although sometimes he gets my blood boiling for Ferrari. And then I'm at work and, you know, I'm just sitting there
0: like just irritated. Over, yes. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks for that, Matt. <laughs> That's fine. <funny. laughs> thanks for that, Matt. Like Matt's listening at home. Right. He has listened to the podcast. I hope he listens to this. I, yeah, no, no kid. He, he, did, he did tweet us and say he listens to the podcast. Um, so, if you're listening to us on ESPN Paris 105.1, I said that fast. Didn't I? Like man, you micro, sound like a commercial like right the there. Like a micro machine. I was dude. Nailed it. Um, thank you for listening. Um, the way to help us out: leave a five-star review, subscribe to the show, automatic downloads. We get credit for that. That's awesome. Um, keep listening. Share with your friends. Share with your coworkers. Share with your exes. Share with your in-laws and outlaws, and whoever else you think might want to listen. Right. Um, follow us on Twitch. Chat H six one zero. One man, all alone on Twitch. This month, GMJ729. <laughs> it has been a minute for me. I'm on Twitch right now. Well, I guess the, yeah. p- the fuel pod's on Twitch yeah. right now. Um, Twitter, ChadH610. One minute. <laughs> I'm on Twitter all the time. I, I don't know. want to hear it, Mr. Voiceover, Over. JNeil729. <laughs> Good grief almighty. Uh, and then you can follow us on Facebook. Oh, and, and pod underscore fuel. And then you can follow me on Facebook at Chad Hitchcock. I'm trying to get Jay. On Facebook. Backed on Facebook. Back on Facebook. Betrayed by the country that he <laughs>
1: <laughs> What is wrong no. with you? I love the trailer voice guy, man. Oh. That's my favorite thing. Why haven't we
0: used that before? I mean, you have a great trailer voice. Yeah. Um, so, just real quickly, another shout-out to some friends of ours, Wagering with the Wives. I don't know if they're on Apple Podcast yet. You have to check them on Spotify. I, but Wagering with the Wives, David Mileti, those guys are awesome. Yeah, F1Farmer on Twitter. He helps us out a lot, so go follow him. Um, is anybody else I'm missing? At Payne Media Group. Oh, yeah. Pain Media Group. Yo, yeah, that Pain media Group. Sure. Um, go follow Fame's them. Help them out. out. He had a, a video a couple of weeks ago. We were just talking about how to get our social media presence out there. He had one hit 7 million views, man. Good great. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's something I'm missing, and, and smarter people will think of this when I get done. But don't forget us. Hugo Car Show, October 15th. We'll be there about 8 a.m., uh, going live at 9 a.m., hanging out if you want to talk cars with us we're going to be doing interviews and and trying to get people on the podcast with us so if you want to talk cars just stop us and and come hang out for a little bit um jay is there anything else i missed man that's it all right man we will see you guys next week thank you guys thank you